All right, uh, welcome to the uh, Eric J. The Great Podcast Show. Um, got a special guest on the show today, uh, female R&B artist, uh, Remedy. How you doing? I'm doing, how are you? I'm doing all right. So for uh, anybody out there that uh, hasn't heard her music before, we're going to start off by playing one of her songs, and then after that, we'll uh, get into the interview. First off, uh, tell the people where you're from and uh, how old are you? I am from Anniston, Alabama. I am 26 years old. I'll be 27 next week. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I ain't from Anniston, but I went to, uh, well, I stayed in Anniston from seventh grade till I graduated high school. Okay, okay. I so you kind of familiar with the area. Yeah, my mom's out of family in Anniston. Okay then. I ain't been None there. of my family is here, so <laughs> I ain't been there in a couple of years. But yeah, I only come down there when my mom go down there. Ah, uh, okay then. I got you. But, Sweet uh, home Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, what's the first thing that come to your mind when you hear Aniston? Um, very small, close knit. Um, everybody in the area is pretty much related. Right. I'm kind of the outcast when it comes to that. All my people from out of town, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's home. Well, well, well they say there's no place like home. No, okay. Well, where are most of your people from? Um, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Georgia, the Dominican Republic. My people are pretty much all over. Louisiana. Yeah, oh. they're all over. 
So you was in uh, Aniston uh, your whole life, mostly? Yes. My mom and my dad were military brats. So they met in Aniston because both of their fathers were stationed in Aniston. And um, I'm here. So. Okay. So uh, for anybody that ain't never been to Aniston, just kind of describe how it was uh, growing up there, some of the um, obstacles and struggles you might have had to go through. And uh, just explain you grew up two-parent household, any siblings, things like that. Okay. Well, I grew up in a household with my mother. My father was in my life. Um, not as much as I feel like he should have been, but he was in my life. Um, I have siblings on both my mom and my dad's side. Um, I have a sister and a brother on my mother's side. And then on my father's side, I have two brothers. I'm the oldest on both sides. Um, growing up, in the area was pretty simple pretty I guess what people would think that they would see on tv is homey is like kind of country but at the same time not I don't know how to explain it um but life is life in Anderson Alabama and the surrounding areas I mean um everything wasn't always perfect I say that much, but I love my parents. I love my siblings, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking about what you said earlier. You definitely is right about like, uh, damn near everybody is related to Anderson. <laughs> Literally everybody. Like, you can't date somebody over here because you're gonna find out that them over there they cousin. Like, yeah, yeah. Is that time? Yeah. yeah. I used to call. Uh, I used to look at Aniston like a cereal bowl. Like it's like a little small circle, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um what type of activities you was into as a kid? Like what what did you do when you was younger? Did you play sports, cheerlead, dance, anything like that? Oh my gosh, I did. I played every sport except volleyball and except soccer. Uh and softball. Softball was the one sport I wasn't involved with at all. Um Soccer and volleyball, I was the manager of both teams, but I tried every single sport. The only thing that I stuck with throughout high school was dance line. Mm. Um, but I've tried everything. I'm talking about track, basketball, majorettes. Like, I've done it all. I was pretty active. Okay. So did you you gra- uh, graduated from Anderson High School? I graduated from Wilburn High School. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah just... I grew up in Jacksonville, um, and my mother got married, and I moved my after my seventh grade year, going into my eighth grade year, um, and I went to Wilbur, and I graduated from Wilbur. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, I ain't, yeah. I ain't go to Wilbur that much. No, I had cousin. They used to go out there sometimes. That's the only time I went out there. Huh. So you familiar with Wilbur then? <laughs> I know everything about anything close to Aniston, whether it be Gaston, Jacksonville, Oxford, you know, all that stuff. So. Okay, then. Okay. <laughs> Welcome Panthers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Country little old me. Yeah. So, uh, as far as your family, like, um, did you have anybody in your family or friends that was involved in the music business, or, or were you the first one to take that path? Um, as far as it being this major, I'm the first, but there is music on both my mom and my dad's sides. And I mean, as in both of their parents, um, music is in my bloodline all the way down to 
the point to where I can't even ask any more questions. <laughs> it's yeah. all the way down the line on both sides. Um, my father was actually in a music group and my mother sang as well. They both did choir um, in school, in church, the whole nine. So it's been there. It's been there for years. Everybody either plays an instrument or sings, dance, something. Anything to do with music is there. Okay. So as far as um, the music, what would you say uh, really led you to uh, doing music? Honestly, music is something that I've been known my whole life. Um, I can't even tell you when I fell in love with music because that's how long it's been. Um, I do remember that my mother told me as soon as I started talking, she said I was talking before I even turned one. Um, I was humming to the music that I heard on the radio, even to the weather channel. So music has always been a part of my life. Oh, okay. So uh, who were some of your favorite music artists growing up? Who you like listening to? Oh, my gosh. Well, number one, Aaliyah. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. I don't know if people know, but me and Aaliyah share the same birthday. So that's big to me. Mm-hmm. But um, that's the biggest. Um, I definitely studied Beyonce growing up. Destiny Child, I was big on that. I had my own music groups growing up. Um, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey. Um, there's so many on down the line, all the way up to now, like her, LMA. Um, that's just a few to name that I would love to work with, Chris Brown. Um, I've done a lot of studying. It's fun, but it's a lot of work to it. So I do do my studying, and that's been happening since since I was a little girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's my life. Okay. So as far as your artist name, is that your real name? It is not. My birth name is Denisha. Um, Remedy is a name that just came out of the blue to me as far as what I want to be with my music and me as an artist to the world, which I call Remedy Nation. I call my supporters Remedy Nation. But um, I just rebranded myself 2022 and came out as Remedy. Um, I was going by my name before that. But yes, my birth name is Denisha. (laughs) So as far as, uh, take me back to the time when you first went to a recording studio and um, recorded a song for the first time, kind of describe how that process was. Was it easy for you to pick on, pick up, you know, how to record and things like that? Or was it kind of hard at first? Um, My very first recording, um, the time oh my gosh I think I was like 12 it was like an in-house studio um I had some people hit me up I had already been singing in church singing in school you know doing talent shows winning all the talent shows like I was doing all of that and I got contacted by some people in the area um and my mom you know she talked to them and she agreed to it she took me to my first recording session um everything was magic as soon as I heard a beat I was able to write and I think it caught everybody by surprise because of how young I was that I was able to write like I can write um that came super early but it was really easy it was really fun um and that really jumped everything off right then and there like I already had those ideas of like I would tell mama you know I want to do that I want to be like her if I see Whitney Houston on tv or something but it's like in that moment, that's when I knew. That's okay. when I knew. 
So are you uh, more of a writer or do you uh, freestyle sometimes or how did that go? I'm more of a writer. Um, I have freestyled some things, which people don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I have some things coming soon that I actually freestyled on and y'all will be real surprised. But I'm more of a writer. I like to hear a beat and just go off of how I feel, what the vibe is. And I make it happen. Um, I'm really big on producing my own music as well. So even though I may not know how to work Pro Tools or whatever it is that they're using, I'm like, okay, I want to put this in here. I want to do this. I want this to sound like this. Like, I'm the one that runs my whole session. So. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I know you said when you was writing, uh, when people figure out that you know how to write good, that's when you knew what you say. That also was the moment that you had the uh, confidence to know that you really could uh, pursue music seriously. Absolutely. That's when I knew that this was more than just fun. This was more than just a dream. It was what I was born to do. It's really what I was born to do. Um, I'm good at a lot of other things, but this right here is is different. It's a different place in my heart. Kind of like how my kids are. Different place in my heart. My music is a different place in my heart. Oh, yeah. I can feel that. Yeah. So uh, are you signed to a label or got a distribution deal right now? Or are you uh, independent? I am not signed to a label. Um, I am independent. I do have a management team and all of that. So I am signed, quote unquote, but not to an actual label. No. Okay. So um, as far as in the future, would you sign a distribution or a major labor deal if it made sense? Absolutely. I actually have some deals on the table. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But yes if it's if it's right i'm not one that signs for money or anything like that i have to know that it makes sense for my life for my kids lives you know overall that is beneficial to both me and the label i have to make sure that it's right 100 percent, or my signature goes on nothing okay so uh did those deals just start coming in or you uh just you've been sitting on them for a little minute now Mm, I had my first deal come in about four months ago and I've had a couple come in after that. So it's, I've been sitting on some for a few. Yeah. Okay. So uh, as far as recording, like uh, how often you be going to the studio? Do you like just um, like a vibe type thing? Do you try to go every day or how, how does that go? Now I do not have like a in-home studio, like a lot of artists do. So I do have to go and pay for my studio time, um, which is fine. Like I said, this is what I love to do. But with that being said, with me being a mom as well, I kind of have to work it in where I can work it in. So it's not like it's a set thing to where I'm going every day or every weekend or it's not like that. It's I get it in where I can get it in. I make sure that I give my time to my babies, you know, my personal life, uh, but remedy as well. So I just do whatever makes sense, whatever fits and what makes sense. Cause I still have bookings and things like that too. So I have to work it all in together and thank God I have a management team to help me out with that. (laughs) Cause I'm not good at stuff like that. I'm just going to be honest. So, but we make it happen. We definitely make it happen. Absolutely. So, you know, um, when you're doing something and you build a confidence in it and anything that you do, 
uh, kind of describe when you first dropped your first music, uh, when people could hear your music publicly for the first time. How was the scene embracing you around that time? Okay, um, so I was already singing um, at funerals, weddings, you know, big events like MLK breakfasts, things like that. I was already doing that. Um, and I started doing that when I was about nine, 10 years old. Um, but me actually releasing my very first like single to the world, um, it was a very difficult time for me when I did it. I was actually homeless. Um, I had to go stay with a friend that just so happened to have like an in-house studio. And like I said, it was already something I had already known that I wanted to do. So for me to get in there and write, really write a hit song, which I still believe to this day that it's a hit song. I just didn't push it the way it needed to be. But I learned over time. That's another story. Um, But to release it, it was like, it was bittersweet. Because it's like, okay, I'm homeless. I'm trying to figure out where I'm going, what I'm doing. I wasn't a mom yet. You know, it was a lot fresh out of high school. Um, Not really many people to turn to, but still trying to focus on your career. Like, it was a lot. It was definitely a lot. Um, But I did step out on faith and I did it. It did open up a lot of doors for me. I did perform the song a good bit, you know, um, all that good jazz. So for me, it was bittersweet. It was, I was excited for everybody to hear how I evolved as an artist. But then on top of that, it's like, I gotta go home, but where's home? Yeah, so it was just one of those things. Yeah, and I know um, that's a powerful uh, story right there. I know as um, you continue to um, elevate and keep going through life, a lot of people that's either been close to being down that low as far as you know their personal lives or been in similar situations will be able to relate to that you know as you continue to elevate and more people uh hear your story absolutely and me as and this is part of how i came up with my stage name remedy um i want to be that for people good bad ugly kind of like how you hear people say you know this is a home remedy for this that third I want my music to be that for somebody. Um, You're going through good things and it's like, okay, I can bump this. You're going through the bad, I can bump this. This is going to help me get through. That's what remedy is. Remedy is the remedy. Oh, yeah. Good, bad, ugly. So that's what I want it to be for everybody. Okay. So have you uh, have you did any um, shows yet? Like um, just in general? Oh my gosh, have I? Um, I've done so many shows. Uh, I work with 808 Mafia pretty close. Um, 808 Mafia actually produced my very first album. Um, and I have some other things coming that they've produced and things of that nature. Um, the song that you played at the beginning, Ocean, was produced by Jungle Boy Beats, which is a pretty big multi-platinum producer in the industry. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I can say that. Absolutely. Oh. Um, it's taking a lot of time, but like I said, we make it happen. So well, what would you say is the biggest show you've done so far? Um, I would have to say the Be Heard Conference in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. Um, we had a lot of 
labels in the building um from qc i don't know if y'all know who that is but quality control atlantic records um on down the line it was a lot of people there i made a lot of connections and it was a blessing just to even be in the building outside of performing um to meet so many different artists from different locations everybody's styles are different i'm big on it i'm big on meeting people seeing what mesh you know what I'm saying learning from them they learned from me I I was all for it so it was pretty big hosted by Wise baby shout out to Wise. you really did it yeah yeah absolutely yeah that's crazy uh that's my hometown Birmingham so I'm from there so okay okay so uh as far as the music scene in your city right now just kind of describe the music scene right now and also uh, just describe if artists work with each other or do everybody just do their own thing? Where I'm from, I'm going to be honest, there's not a whole lot of support from my hometown. I get more support in Atlanta than I get from where I was born and where I grew up. Mm. Um, it's more so of a popularity contest. There's a lot of talent in my area, a whole lot of talent, but it's kind of like a doggy dog world in this one area um everybody pretty much you know do their own thing nobody really wants to support the other and I hate it (laughs) it's home I love home and I don't want to talk down on home nothing like that but that's pretty much how it is that's just real um like I said I get a lot of support more support in Atlanta than I do here I could do a show in Atlanta and get paid and I can go to my hometown and they don't even want to pay me to sing. So it's just, it's different. It's definitely different. So would you say like, um, as far as like um, a music scene that's close to you, Atlanta is really like your scene where you try to go most of the time and navigate and move around with different artists and things like that? I don't want to say where I try to go most of the time, but I've built a name for myself more so in Atlanta. So right now, it's easier to maneuver in Atlanta. Um, A lot of the bigger names in the industry um, I've gotten connected to because I was in Atlanta. Like, I'm one of the few artists that took it outside of Anderson, Alabama, and actually took it to the next level. Um, By me stepping out on faith and going to Atlanta, it opened up a lot of doors for me. So will I say that I'm just grounded to Atlanta? No. I will always represent where I'm from. But... um, I definitely receive a whole lot of love from Atlanta and surrounding areas in Georgia, definitely. Okay. So um, I know you um, was saying a a little bit of some of the artists that you wanted to uh, work with in the future. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just kind of go more in detail with that and uh, also list some artists that you already worked with so far. Okay. Um, As far as the people that I want to work with, I love creativity I'm big on that um which is one of the reasons why I haven't signed anything yet I pay attention to that part um I I understand that I may not know everything but my sound is different the way I write my music is different and what is important to me is to have that creativity to be able to take it to a certain point that you haven't seen before Um, And I believe that if I have that kind of control to a certain extent, then I can make that happen because I'm more than just a singer. 
you know, um, that's that for me. So the people that I named are people that I do understand and feel that have that that same mind frame as I do in that area of creativity. You can't just be a puppet getting on stage and singing whatever's given to you. What else can you bring to the table? So that's that for me when it comes to those people. Now, as far as who I've worked with, oh my gosh. Okay, so 808 Mafia, Jungle Boy Beats, uh, Bally Baby. I work with a lot of different artists from um, my area that are underground, but they're pretty big in my area as far as um, 1K Guap, uh, Ali, um, RSBK, um, uh, Thule, Sway Moolah, um, the list goes on. I'm really big on support. Man, I, gotta I, hear that. I, gotta, uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but I mean, I need to hear that song with Sway. That's one of my favorite artists. I interviewed Sway and uh, 1K. So I have a lot with 1K. Now, let me tell you something about Sway. We actually, from being young, I mean, when I'm fresh out of high school, we started out kind of in the same studio. So we have music, but it's music like when we were younger, we hadn't really established the type of artist that we were just yet. So oh. I don't think there's going to be anything that we're going to put out into the world. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but me and Sway are definitely in contact. Um, definitely, it's a lot of dope, a lot of dope artists around this area. Um, Amirian, I don't know if you're familiar with that name. Uh, it was the same with her. We grew up going to the same people, the same studios, in there making the same songs together. Like we're all intertwined with each other, and I do feel like if we all came together and did something together, man, we gone. <laughs> It's going to be on some next level type stuff. But that's another conversation. But much love to each and every one of them. Absolutely. Yeah, that, uh, yeah Sway, um, Moolah, and 1K, they are definitely uh, dope artists. I know uh, I interviewed Sway like three months ago. And uh, 1K like a little over a month ago. His interview dropped next month. Okay. Yeah, that's my boy. We got some new stuff coming too soon. Yeah, I'll wait till Valentine's Day for that one. <laughs> Me and one K go out. Yeah. <laughs> so uh what would you say is your most successful project so far? My most successful. I would have to say when I stepped out on a on a ledge and stepped out of my comfort zone and did the song with Bally Baby and RSBK Ocean the one you played at the beginning. Um, it was my very first time actually shooting like a real video. Like I've done something before when I was younger, but it got taken off YouTube. It wasn't nothing like, you know, that was something different. I put my heart and soul into it. Um, it was kind of me presenting myself as Remedy when I rebranded myself. So for me, that was probably the biggest point in my career so far. The fact that I came out of my own little box and said, look world, is Remedy. <laughs> So that was um that was different for me. Okay. Yeah. So for everybody, for all your supporters and your uh your fans out there, um uh, when you, uh just explain some things you like doing in your spare time when you're not uh doing music. Okay. Um I'm really big on cooking. Y'all don't play around because um our generation don't like to cook, but see my mama and my grandmamas didn't play that. <laughs> they didn't play that. I'm talking about real southern home cooking. Everything from scratch. Remedy does that. 
Um, I love to cook. Um, outside of cooking, like I spend a lot of time with my kids. Um, I have three children. Um, and they're with me literally 24-7. I've taken them to some shows and everything. So yeah. Um, I love to skate, I love to bowl and just to sit in the house and watch a movie is fine with me. I'm I'm not hard to please. Um time matters to me more than anything. Okay. So uh, as far as your goals, as far as your music career, what's your short and long-term goals or what you want to accomplish? Short-term goals. Um, I'm going to say to build my fan base a little more than what it is. Um, I have a lot of, and I hate to say fans. I don't like that. I have a lot of supporters. I definitely do. It's grown tremendously um, in 2022 alone. But for me to take it to that next level to where I really – really touch some people that's really big to me and that's short term because I feel like that's based off of my work ethic what I'm doing um and as far as long-term goals I need to put out another album for (laughs) y'all I need to put out another album for y'all um and maybe that's a short term too now that I think about it I have a lot of singles a lot of music I'm sitting on um I put my heart and soul into everything like I said I write all of my music um so to release something else a big project to some people um to all of my supporters would be big for me and I feel like for you all too um because like I said I put my heart into it um remedy is not remedy without remedy nation right okay definitely definitely I gotta release another album Uh, so as far as uh well we in the new year now 2023 so as far as um, the whole 2023, just list what you got coming as far as features, projects, or shows, anything like that. Ooh, you're trying to get me in trouble with my management. <laughs> <laughs> I can't list every little thing, but what I can say is I do have something coming very, very soon, a visual, another video um, is coming very, very soon. Um, I do have something dropping with, like I said, 1K Guap for Valentine's Day. I can say that. And um, stay tuned for all these big events that I post on social media because it's more than just a post. That's all I can say. It's more than just a post. Everybody show up and show out. I do have merch out now as well. Um, I've posted it all over my social media so everybody can get some Remedy Nation merch. I'm excited about that. But yeah, I can't speak on anything else. You're trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I just asked a question. You know, I don't know if you're going to on everything. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So uh, this is kind of like a more personal question. I've been asked, okay. asked people uh, this question uh, that been coming on. So uh, how, do, how do you want people to uh, perceive you? Perceive me? Um, everything from me. It's always to keep it authentic. That's why you never hear anything that I haven't written um, that came from the heart, if that makes sense. So real is the motive for me. Now we might have it fun. We might have it sexy. We might keep it G, but understand that it's always going to be real. That's a part of my brand. That's a part of who I am as a person outside of being Remedy. I'm going to always keep it authentic. And to me, that's, the first thing 
forth first and foremost that's what the most important thing is keep it authentic at all times okay so uh i just start i just added this question right here so i think uh -oh. i got this so uh oh <laughs> since you well you will be the first one to do well i have to ask you both sides since you're you're a singer i ain't never had nobody do r and b mount rushmore so uh Who's your R&B Mount Rushmore, you know, top five people, your own personal top five, and go, and, and go hip-hop, too? Oh, how do I do that? A top five? Yeah, R&B. Oh, my god! It's just all R&B. Oh. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Let's see. Aretha Franklin. Jennifer Hudson. Beyonce, Aaliyah, Chris Brown. Man, that's that's a hell of a five right there. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. So uh, what about hip hop? Okay, hip hop. I'm going to go with, how do I do this? Ooh, this is hard. Um. I'm going to name some people from now versus then. 90s is my favorite era, but I'm going to go with now. I'm going to say B-Lotto. Hold on. <laughs> um, Megan Thee Stallion. Um, Migos. Uh... Hold on, hold on, wait for it. <laughs> but yeah, you said three. You said three, so you got two more. I said three. Um, Lil Dirt. Mm. Um, Lil Baby. I was about to say, if you say Lil Dirt, you gotta say Lil Baby. Yeah, yeah. And that's just now. I can, I'm. You put me in a situation trying to pick between like then and now, cause like I'm a big '90s person. But yeah, we're gonna get some I some new music too. I always tell people I said like from early nineties to two thousand ten, I feel like was the best era of music because you had the pop biggie era yeah. and you had uh Jay Z, Eminem, all of them came behind them. And yep. then you had Cash Money start, they run with Lil Wayne, uh PTI Gucci them came out, then you had the Charlie Lowe's, the Jeezy's. Uh, you know, Soldier Boys, all of them came out. And that, that was just a, a crazy era with Shanti's, you know, Fantasia's, all of them. So, and you put me in this five box. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 that's why I say it's your own. I, I always say personal top five because any anybody can say a political top five, and Jay Z or mm -hmm. uh, Tupac can be anybody political top five because ain't nobody gonna argue them type of artists but and that's uh, why i said now because i could have said you know Lil Wayne, or i'm talking about like right now who's hot right this second you feel me um well well where i go look at it is like like who relate to you more like who is that for you because everybody just because that person might be in that position that doesn't mean that, that that was that artist for you. Like everybody know, mm -hmm. Z is the goal for every artist. You know, everybody 
every right. artist want to get to a billion, but he might not have been, you might not list vibe with his music like that. Not saying that he's not a bad artist at all. It just, that might not have been some personal goals. Yeah, like I was saying, like, um, just like everybody know, like Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, they had, they run Drake, like all of them been at the top, but like, mm -hmm. might not have been that artist for you. That's why I was like, you know, on personal top five, you know, whatever artist would have related to what you was going through or just what was inspiration for you. It might not be, in, they might not be in everybody else top five but it's your own your personal top five you feel like they yeah out of you you know what i'm saying and for me um i relate to a lot of different artists depending on what the sound is and what the song is um so i could have took it to drake but then i also could have took it to 50 cent right you know it's just it's different that's what i said the top five thing like that's a that's some type of box but um, I relate to a lot of different music. It depends on, you know, what it is, to be honest. So, I mean, I could have went with the with the Tory Lanes, the Bryson Tiller. You know, it's just, it's different lanes, so. Yeah. I mean, since I asked you the question, I gonna give you a now and then list of mine. So, uh, my then list is uh, Tupac, Biggie, Jay Z, uh, Wayne, and Drake. But an honorable mention is Jeezy because I like Jeezy. So that's an honorable mention. But as far as now, I really could put Drake in now and put Jeezy in there because Drake's still popping. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's been popping for so long. But, yeah. <laughs> but and Drake I, ain't stopped. Yeah. My boy's unstoppable. Like they just need to go ahead and just give him uh because he's unstoppable. He come back harder and better every time. Yeah, so I put Jeezy and then, but as far as now, I like Drake. I like Lil Baby. I like uh think J. Cole. Yes, Kendra Lamar. I like I like Kendrick Lamar, but it's it's certain albums that really didn't relate to me. Not saying that it was bad albums, they was good mm -hmm. art. It just didn't do it for me. Like my favorite Kendrick album is uh Section 80 and the first album he ever dropped when he uh got signed to uh what was that, the mad good music, the mad music or something with the swimming. You dropping gems now. You dropping gems. Yeah, that, that was my favorite two al the albums by Kendrick. But I love Kendrick. I was listening to him way before he got signed. And I like The Weeknd, too. The Weeknd do it, does it for me. Because I like his, because his is like vibe-type music. And it's not, it's some of his stuff, he don't, he's so versatile, so now he puts out all kind of stuff. But that House of Balloons album, like, that was my favorite he's album. He's really big on The Weeknd. Like, he's dope, don't get me wrong, but I'm not really just big on The Weeknd. You gotta listen to that House of Balloons album. That's my favorite album, bro. That's when he first came out. And now, uh, when you get to talk about Maxwell, you got my attention. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's that's real R and B right there. But I think Weekend he made like that vibe type of music, yeah. like cleaning the house. I can agree with that. I just 
I, like I said, I'm not really a huge, huge weekend fan. Now, would I work with the weekend? Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like we could, um, we could make some things happen and make a hit for sure. But um, when you start getting into that lane, I'm going to start going into Usher, um, Neo. I'm going to start going into that. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And also, uh, why, why I say four people? Yeah, so one, the last one I had to say. Oh, Damn, bro. See, I don't for, forgot about my dude, but I love Plies too. That's my guy. But I, but I put Kodak in the in the now because I fuck with Kodak too. So, yeah, Plies, man. I still be riding to his old joint. That joint be having me lit. Okay, I bring up Bow Wow. Yeah. Oh, Marion. Yo, we can take it back. Mario, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I heard some Mario the other day on my birthday. That jump took me all the way back. Yeah, one of my guys right there. Yeah, so as far as uh closing remarks, um um tell the people anything you you that you got going on as far as you know that you wanted to know as closing remarks, and then um let people know how to find you on social media and things like that. Well, first and foremost, I'm going to say thank y'all so much for watching this week. Um, for me, um, every podcast, every interview, every studio session, every performance holds a dear part in my heart. You can barely bear it. Uh, yeah, I can barely hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm definitely appreciative for each and every one of you. Um. I have a lot more coming very, very soon that I can't speak on just yet, but it's coming. 2023 is going to be a crazy ride. Um, Y'all make sure and follow me at Remedy Nation. That's R-E-M-E-D-I Nation. Thank y'all so much. Keep it authentic. Keep it sexy at all times. It's your girl, Remedy. Hey, I, I appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast. You know, anytime you want to come on, um, we can do it whenever. Uh, um, I don't just do interviews either. I talk about real stuff, whether that be 50-50 in relationships, police brutality, should you kick your kid out of 18 years old, like like stuff. I'm ready for whatever. I'm waiting on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm always down to work. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, I appreciate uh, all my supporters. We recently just hit uh, 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. So I appreciate everybody that's been supporting the podcast. And uh, also, as far as my Spotify, uh, Spotify just notified me that I'm top 30% uh, most followed podcast on Spotify and then the top 5% globally. So I appreciate everybody that's been uh, rocking with me. And also, Need I'm going to do it to you with that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I appreciate it. But uh, I need everybody to go check out Shawty Lowe Jr. interview. Check out the Derez Sean interview. If you don't know who Derez Sean is, he's the one that made the Hardaway single back in the day. Uh, he's still putting out good music. Go check that out. And I just uh, had ended 2022 with a bang, but I interviewed Lil Flip. 
So go check out that interview. He's still yes, doing sir. And um, Free Band Test, check out that interview as well. That's Futures Artist. He's doing big things. And uh, One Shot Deals, that's on the channel too. That's DMX Artist for you passed away. So uh, got more dope content on the way, uh, more dope guests coming. And, uh, you know, anytime you want to come on, just, uh, you know, uh, hit me whenever. You know, I, uh, you know, Anderson got a special place in my heart, you know, because I uh, stayed there for like six years of my uh, childhood. So, Of course, of course. And I definitely appreciate you having me on here today. Like I said, 2023 going to be a crazy ride, and I look forward to being back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I want to uh, hear, them, hear them songs. You and you and Sway got to get in the studio like this month. Hey. I'm going to call them. I'm going to be like, hey, you need to pull yeah, up. Yeah, call them because uh, <laughs> he hard to get in touch with now. And I'll be like, dang, I thought I was hard to get in touch with. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, he, he ain't he ain't he ain't he ain't far away. You know. I know it. I know it. He just busy like the rest of us are, and that's okay. But we're gonna make some shake, that's for sure. Yeah, because the version of our artist you is now versus what he uh be putting out now, that'd be dope. He was supposed to be on my first album. Uh, that's okay. I'm on your next way. You know it's love though. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead and start sending that out down before you start uh making that next album so that so he already got some reserved on it. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right. Well, I definitely appreciate you so much. Thank you. All right, uh, no problem. And uh, you know, anytime you uh want to come on, just reach out to me on, you know, Messenger or or my Instagram, Eric J the Great. That's what a lot of people hit me up on on my or on Twitter too, Eric J the Great. I got you. All right, y'all. You have a good one. Thank you. You as well. All right.